What is up, everybody? We are here today talking Childish Gambino's new video and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. I feel like I just need to be up like, you know, pumping it down, you know what I mean? Like, this is a nice little summer track. Yes. You see what kind of vibe we got in here today for Black Hollywood Live, everybody. What's up? I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today, you can hear her track right now. It is on, it's banging. Jay Nova is yes. in the house. Yes. Giving us Hi, all kind guys. of cheetah. And you give oh. me a little bit of Erica Badu. Oh. And you're giving me, you know, I'm feeling the style right now. Thank you. I'm feeling that. Thank you very much. Also joining us is your girl, Joelle Monet. Hey, guys. Monet. <laughs> Good to be Monet back. in the house. Courtney Stewart is not here today. She is celebrating her birthday, so give her a shout-out for birthday. her birthday. Day. She's at, like, Six Flags or something. Hopefully not with Black China, but, you know, that's a different subject. Oh, I'm just saying. you're wrong. I'm just saying. We're going to start off with the shade. Now, we love you, Courtney. <laughs> Happy birthday, baby girl. All right, we got a lot of topics today. We're going to talk to Jade a little bit about her music a little Amazing. bit later on in the show, but first we're going to get through a couple of the hot topics of this week, starting off with Legoland. I don't know if you guys mm. saw this story. But everybody is anticipating this royal wedding, right? True. Yeah. Meghan Markle, you know, and you know, Mr. Prince is 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 Harry's in, you know, everywhere. Like yes. everybody is talking about them. So, you know, as a part of their whole royal wedding party, Legoland created this uh, these these brick figures of the family in front of Windsor Castle. Sure. And, you know, everybody's been talking about this week because when you look at the little Lego land figures, you know, you, 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 we know what Megan looks like. We know that her mother, mm -hmm. she's biracial, her yes. mother's black, her father's white. Yes. And we know what Prince Harry looks like, you know, obviously the red hair and everything and very, yes. you know, uh, fair. fair skin. When you look at the pictures of the bricks, it's actually the people are complaining because the color of Megan is not the actual color of what her real skin complexion mm. is. So mm. they're considering this Lego brick washing. Oh boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at the two images, they kind of nailed it with Harry. He's got the little red, little orange at the top, you yeah. know. And you know, his skin complexion is kind of like that cream. If you look at her, she's got the same skin complexion. And yeah. there's a distinct difference between the two. Clearly. So people have been like, oh, okay, you know, we can't, we uproar, you know, like we can't be having the whitewashing right now, especially we've talked about this before on. Yeah. You know, from products like Beyonce with uh, L'Oreal and, and a lot of different other products and, and magazines that we see, we see a lot of this taking place. Yeah. Now, Legoland issued a statement here. They said, um, our small Legoland figures are not detailed representations of any of the characters and are built using a limited mm. range of primary brick tones. Mm. So that was from their correspondent. Now, TMZ being TMZ pointed out... <laughs> what they do. You know, they like, <laughs> they well, what happened was... <laughs> well, actually... Well, actually, what happened was is that they point out that the Legos used for Megan's mother in the figure actually is pretty much dead on to her skin complexion huh. and that it was crafted with a darker shade of Lego. So they're like, okay, well, if you can get it right for, you know, Megan's mother, why can't you get it right for but Megan? But Megan Markle, to be... Okay, I have several points to make. One, to be fair, her mother is just a lot darker, so they Thanks. do have a limited range of brick tones, so they went with one of their darker tones to match her mother. Right. On the flip side of that, like, she's about to be royalty. Y'all could find, like, some spray paint. Like, yeah. you could have saying. done exactly. a little bit the extra mile, especially knowing the importance and the significance by having the first black royal 
Yeah. That's true. In our memory. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. And then to say that they're not representations is just such bullshit. Like, he's got the red hair. Yeah. Like the prince. Like, we see yeah. what you're trying to do. Right. You made the mom black. Exactly. No. Yes. So you, were you call to do BS it. on the explanation is what you're saying. This, the apology, as always, is weak. It's weak sauce. Nobody wants to just be like, we sauce. effed up. We're super sorry. <laughs> we'll try to make it better in the future. Yeah. And so they're like, you know, we didn't even know. It's not what we were trying to do. You guys misread the whole situation. But I feel lies. like everything that's going on right now, the company should be a lot more sensitive to Absolutely. that sort of thing and, and it, it makes you almost question if things are done intentionally because when's the last time we discussed Lego on a Thursday? Right. No shade. I'm just right. saying. I think that and I don't know. No one really knows but it's just very interesting that in, in the state of in where we are right now with race yeah. and all this tension that you know, something like that was done. Yeah. I mean, it's, I have to go and agree with you, Jay. I mean, yeah. I really don't think that, well, both of you, I don't think that um, this was not unintentional. Yeah. I think that it is something to spark news, like you said, Legos out there, conversation, just yep. like I don't think that H&M and those other things were accidental things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, especially, like, kind of piggybacking off of what you said, we're at a time right now where these things are very sensitive, yeah. and people are paying attention to them in most detail, and especially Meghan Markle, who exactly. is going to be, you know, royal the first black, you know, royalty like that. So you know that we're going to pay attention to that even more. So you can't tell me that you didn't have, you could have used a a crayon or a little Mm. magic marker, something, (laughs) dipped it in some new paint, like something. And you know what's so interesting, though? Well, let me hush my mouth. Say what you were going to say. I just honestly think it's laziness. Like with the Dove commercial, which we saw where they're like, oh, when you're washing and you're changing layers and now you have lighter skin and you're cleaner. Like, I honestly just think it's laziness and completely being unaware and not having enough black people in the room or people of color in general in the room to help you make these decisions along the way. That's the bigger issue. But what I will say, though, specifically about the Dove campaign is I think that we took a piece of information and then created a dialogue instead of digesting the entire video in which you see the women are constantly changing their shirts. But because headlines have so much power, Mm. you know, we took that one image and created an entire dialogue without looking at it in context. But with this, I mean, the Legos clearly the same color as homeboy. Especially when you see her mama Lego. You know what I'm saying? Now, I found this interesting, too. It took 40,000 Lego bricks to create this royal royal family, Mm. and it took 592 hours to complete it. So that's a lot of hours. That's, I mean, 592 hours, man. That's a lot of manpower. That's a lot of manpower that's going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is what's going on Legoland Windsor Resort, and, and it's in Berkshire, England. So, hmm. all right. Well, we'll see. Megan hasn't said anything, so we'll see if she actually says anything. Megan's probably, like, I secured the bag. Megan's Megan like, I ain't got time. <laughs> She's not worried. Megan's like, I got a wedding to prep for. So I, ain't, I ain't got no time for this. She's <laughs> like, I don't got no eyes. She's I don't like, got no nose on there either. Right. She's like, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Moving on. So we have uh, Dr. Dre, who's in the news, which I find this story very interesting as well, <laughs> because it's Dr. Dre versus Dr. Dre. Oh, wow. um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but so Dr. Dre obviously is a huge rap mogul and owns everything, I feel like. Yeah. Well, there is a gynecologist by the name of Dr. Dre. His real na- full name is Dr. Dre Birch. And he is tried to, he was trademarking the name Dr. Dre because mm-hmm. he says he does a lot of uh, like women empowerment seminars and a lot mm-hmm. of things to help out women. And he also has, is an author and has written books. And so he wants to, you know, use that, that Dr. Dre is kind of like his trademark mm-hmm. name. So Mr. Mogul Dr. Dre, Andre Young, <laughs> said he wasn't having it. So he took him to court and the court actually 
sided with the doctor, right. uh, the, the gynecologist, yes. um, about the entire situation. So they said that there wasn't enough information coming out of Dr. Dre's camp to really make it a, a conflict of, of interest, exactly. pretty much. Um, they said that Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, meaning Andre Young, failed to show that a connection would be uh, presumed in the mind of the public. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the interesting thing is the other Dr. Dre, who, you know, the trademarking Dr. Dre, um, the gynecologist, he actually made a statement and said that he has no, he had no reason to want to actually, he doesn't want to use Dr. Dre's name to help him with his business because he says he actually is offended by his music because yeah, it demeans, I read he feels that. like it, de- you know, it was misogynistic and yeah. against women. Oh, whatever. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, so you're not buying that, huh? Oh my gosh. Uh, you didn't sue him, so maybe you didn't want any involvement, but you've certainly benefited from this. I would not have known who you were had we not true. gotten to That's this court true. case in the media and stuff. And uh, I don't know, I find it weird when dudes are like, I find his music misogynistic and it's hard for me to listen to. And I'm like, and I'm a woman, I listen to a lot of misogynistic music, not always by choice, not yeah. always in favor of, but I listen to a lot of it. So you being hurt and wounded over it is just <laughs> extra as hell. Yeah, um, and I mean, honestly, and his he's D-R-A-I, right? He's D-R-A-I, yeah. I... I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that he's saying he doesn't want to be connected to the hip hop artist Dr. Dre, but he also understands that that is such a it's a household name. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. that if if he had went by Doctor anything else, because yeah. he could have found another variation of his name, that it would be less likely that people would remember. Right. So it's like you're kind of playing both sides to the middle. Absolutely. You don't want to be associated with the quote unquote misogynistic lyrics, but you're using the name because you know there's familiarity there. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. I'm side eyeing. I call BS. And I'm, gonna <laughs> little, I'm gonna give him a little side eye, Doctor yeah. Dre. Uh, because you knew what you were doing. I mean, you know yeah. that this is going to cause people to talk about you. And, Absolutely. And when people you go doing you go do these seminars, like oh, Dr. Dre, you know that that's a conversation piece. Yeah, like, people exactly. are gonna be like, oh, Dr. Dre, Dre. Oh, and they'll be tickled uh, by it, right. and they'll remember and it, and it versus remember it. Dr. Bob. It's or, catchy. Right? Exactly. I wonder who Dr. Dre, the hip hop artist, lawyers were. Right. Because I mean, you would think that just it's a household name. Everybody knows Dr. Dre if they yeah. see me, especially as a guy like a gynecology I don't know it's just weird but his argument Dr. Dre the doctor uh, he, I read that he felt that you know Dr. Dre is not even an actual doctor so that right. was his argument that, <laughs> that he actually yeah. went to Hilarious. school and right. got his doctorate so that he has the right so, to be called doctor and his name is Dre actually that would get me if I was a judge I'd be like done you know what I mean so, I mean, that's and that was, the, that was the <laughs> put all your money down but that if was I was it. Dre's defense attorney I would say but he's a doctor of music <laughs> and beats facts but then in, if I was doctor to doctor I would say <laughs> then they're in two different industries I mean, and that's it's true. Not, you know, unless he's talking about chronic heart disease, you know uh, what I mean. But I'm t- now. See, that would be touchy <laughs> if he start doing that. But then yeah. he get sued. But that would be touchy. But he's a gynecologist. Yeah. So yeah. he's not talking about hearts. Well, he 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 won his case, so he was yeah. able to uh, move on and be Dr. Dre Birch. But uh, you know, I'm I agree with. Andre Young, you know, it yeah. should not. It, it does cause a conflict. He's benefiting know. off of that. House He's benefiting now, and if something goes wrong, where this doctor does something, God, heaven forbid, uh, where it's bad press, it's mm-hmm. going to also reflect on Dr. Dre. A the, Google search the, might get confusing, but I don't yeah. think long term anyone would confuse the two. Well, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good luck with that. We'll see what happens. All right. Last story of the day. Yes. This has everybody talking. Um, <sighs> Man, this is uh, very interesting when I saw this video. Yeah. Childish Gambino, uh, they have a new track that came out, new video. This is America. Um, it has been causing a lot of discussions about things. He premiered it on Saturday Night Live mm. um, and performed it, and people were you know, talking about the performance. And then when you watch the video, I don't know if you've, if you've had a chance to watch it, but we're going to show about one minute of it here so you guys can get a taste if you haven't watched it. Or even if you have seen it, every time you watch it, there's something new to look in the background that you didn't catch before. So let's check it out. 
This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Yeah, that's like America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. So that's a little clip of the video right there. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube or catch it everywhere because a lot of people are talking about it. I love it. I, yeah. I think it's artistry at its best. Ooh, you said it uh, perfectly. I mean, it I is. just feel, I mean, you know, even the fact that he came in with the dad bod and gives no dams, mm. you know what I'm saying? And the moves, I well, was you like. You he came in with the what? The, the dad, dad bod. bod. He like, came in with yes. the dad bod and uh, gave no dams. He gave no apps. Oh, dad bod. Dad bod. He came in with the dad bod. He was like, I don't care. <laughs> I ain't got it all the way right for the video, but I'm still bringing it. <laughs> but the moves, he kills it. I don't uh, know. And the track is hot. I mean, it, it's, I, I just, I, I give the brother a lot of props for for this message and 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 the, and the just the track overall but what do you guys think absolutely what do you think yeah, okay. oh, i have an opinion all right for sure uh, <laughs> i have very mixed feelings about it um I'm in trying to understand the message. I, I love Twitter. I'm obsessed. There's yeah. enough uh, very educated Black women having conversations about you know what does the message mean, and there's no mm -hmm. general consensus, which is strange, but also kind of awesome. I think art that disrupts is the most interesting kind Ooh. of art. Absolutely. So I really like that. Um, but a lot of people are making the point that like we're clearly having a conversation about violence and social media sure. and our ability to transfer from one tragedy to the next popular meme back mm -hmm. to a tragedy without yep. stopping very much and kind yeah. of how concerning that is. Um, but also, like, looking at who's perpetrating the violence in this and the fact that there is no um, reasoning behind the violence, no kind of direction, is a little interesting. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to say concerning. It's just it's just interesting. It, it's kind yeah. of like the whole message doesn't quite translate for me. Um, and then on top of that, between Beyonce's Coachella performance and Janelle Monae's Dirty Computers, which have the exact same messaging, and none of and Janelle Monae released an entire visual album that is genius. It's it is genius. Almost Absolutely. perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. But nobody's calling her a genius. And it's concerning to me that we keep getting black guys like cycling in and out of like, Kanye's a genius. Oh, he said some mess up stuff. Scratch that. Not a genius. Mm. He's a genius we always wanted. When we have two women who are pretty much flawless Ooh. throughout their careers, consistently releasing music with the same themes and topics and not getting the same kind but of But I think shot. Beyonce, I have to argue with you that Beyonce definitely was called, maybe not genius, but something close no, to it. No, but not genius. Off of Lemonade. I mean, the, right, but by she got a lot of artistic props off of but that. But by who? If you look at it, Beyonce's not going number one as much as, like, say, uh, Rihanna. And Beyonce got a lot of shine from the black community, but we're seeing across the board, everyone, one video off of Donald Glover was like, Genius across the board. Beyonce doesn't get the same kind of shine. It feels like it because her fans are like really stan, much yeah. like Taylor Swift. But it's not. It's not the same across the board. I don't believe. Hmm. What about you, Jay? Well, I think I think like you said. I mean, it's it's artistry at its finest, and art. Good art is supposed to to evoke conversation yeah. and emotion and, and kind of shock. I mean, I don't know. And correct me if he's wrong. If I'm wrong, I don't know that he's ever explained. The, the video from uh, his perspective just like yet. Atlanta I don't think he really ever feels the really need to explain, explain much it, yeah. of his art yeah. yeah I mean in my opinion it just seems like I feel like he leaves it to interpretation yeah mm -hmm. and, and I think I mean my interpretation of it is just 
the the world that we live in and how like you said we're constantly we're so desensitized you know we live in a day and age where we see all these crazy acts of violence happen and then we turn on the radio and Mm -hmm. we're dancing and you know and I don't even know that it's that it's a negative thing as much as showing how life has to continue to go on in the midst of all the chaos of the world like so I I don't know I've, I've seen so many I've heard so many different interpretations of it but at the end of the day I think it's art I think it's it's beautiful that he used his platform to spark conversation um yeah, I think it's fantastic. And I find it interesting, too, with what points you made, jo- Joelle, is that um, a lot of women have been responding about this. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of the tweet- Twitter comments have been women who, have, you know, have tried to kind of dissect the video mm. and see what it really means. And, you know, obviously there's heavy gun violence, a heavy gun violence mm. message, yeah. uh, police brutality. Yes. I think slavery plays into it. Oh, um, look at these. The Jim Tyre style of Jim dress. Pro, he's got that happy afro. Dancing, the happy yeah, afro. Sure. He looks very slave-ish. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, yeah, exaggerated features. Exaggerated features, yeah. bug eyes, you know, mm-hmm. when he's doing it. And I think that that's sort of confusing people. But I took the message or one of the messages as, because I was reading on CNN and all these different places to see how people were breaking down what they thought the video sure. really was which is kind of interesting but i you know i took it as we are in a place where we there are there are unfortunately so many things that are happening to our black youth and our black community and we are so unfazed by it now because it's like there's so much going on it's like oh i'm hitting my mic that's going on (laughs) uh you know there's so much going on that like we before we our attention span almost to it is 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 at a minimum because it's like oh another black man got killed another black kid got killed another you know uh gun violence issue had another this another that and it's like but then you you know a, a Beyonce track comes on and you you're, you are dancing yeah. you know it's like okay so what do we take this message and do with it though yeah. that's that's what we need to figure out even you though know? I think it's necessary though to still mm-hmm. find joy in in music and, yeah. and in our day to day we can't let it make us somber. True. You know what I mean? So I, that's why I'm saying I think there's still a hidden positive element to what he's I doing. I mean, he ends the video with get your money, black man dancing on top of the car. I was like, <laughs> right, yeah. props to this. Yeah, he did. And he <laughs> was really dancing. Like, I was like, was this Yo. a close set? My man's move. He was like, hey. he had to be like sweaty as hell after that video. Because I'm like, yeah. he was killing it. I was like, all right. So yeah. 14 million people have viewed this video. Wow. Um, uh, what else? Fans are, you know, some fans have analyzed it and said that the dancing is uh, distracting people from the chaos in the background, which we kind of spoke right. about. Um, and, you know, people have been, um, people, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Like they were talking about people recording on their phones in the yeah, background exactly. when that's going on. Social media. Uh, social media is heavily influenced in that. And I was trying to look, if you look at the, you got to watch this video like 10 times. It's like Waldo, like. right? It's like Waldo. <laughs> if you look at the top stairs, there's one part where he's dancing with the kids at the bottom. And there's like a lot of chaos going upstairs. Uh, like, and they're in black outfits and like, you can see guns and things. I was like, man, this is genius because it's yeah. so distracting. But that's where we're at now. Everything that we see in media, it distracts us. It's like Trump mm-hmm. distracts us. We're, we're talking about Trump then something else happens it distracts us we talk about violence it just some, we're distracted by something mm-hmm. else we talk about Kanye West and now that whole story about Kanye was all last week today we're distracted by something totally different you right. know and I that, I know that's obviously we all work in this media business and that's the way news works but it's like what what is it that you know, we we need to take away from this, and how will it really change? Mm. Because I mean, we're you know, it's great that he's bringing it to the forefront, and other artists are bringing it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But but where where will it lie? Where the real significant change happens? Mm-hmm. And will, do you think that this will help people to kind of figure that out? I think all I think art 
sparks those conversations. I don't know that it's his responsibility to create a solution True. because, you know, he's an artist. And I think it's interesting when people always say what an artist is lacking from their piece. It's like, yeah. these are the things that he chose to tackle. He didn't mm -hmm. necessarily want to tackle every single issue. It's impossible to do that. But, you know, I think it's starting a conversation and that's that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I listen. I, I, I applaud him. He's coming to LA in October, I believe. There are two shows up tomorrow. I want to go. I got. I got to go to those shows. <laughs> and today, his movie is having a premiere for for Solo, which he'll be. Yes. He's, he is in Give there. him a Lando movie. Like that's all. <laughs> well, you know that's really cares about anyway. I mean, that's what that's. As long, you know, this will do well. But as long as it does well, they will definitely set that oh up. God. Did you see the video he did where he showed off his cape closet? Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> Come yeah. on now, yeah. that's he's, amazing. He's killing it. So, but I mean, you know, I applaud the brother for taking the risk. Yes, yeah, for sure. They're even calling him the anti-Kanye. What do y'all think about that? I hate when people do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that. I, I hate when people do that. I, I hate when I, I've, I've read things like, oh, this is what Kanye should be. It's like, no, Donald Glover is Donald Glover. Kanye is Kanye. There is no replacement for anyone because we all have our own perspectives and our own art to give. Yeah. I, I, I hate when we always compare, we always compare. And, and, you know, turn people against each other. Well, and it's not based off of anything other than, like, Kanye outraged you last week and this week Donald Glover gave right. you something you liked. Exactly. You're not comparing their musical careers or their histories or yeah. their style or anything other than just like this week we like him it's it's short-sighted mm -hmm. but isn't it also funny how media does that or it's just people as human beings we always compare something Ooh. to something else oh sure you know, that's human like, nature it's like walking down the street you know who you look like myself but then I always <laughs> want to tell you who you look like you know it's, Man. Like, it's just a natural thing that we do as human beings I don't Absolutely. know what that is alright well you guys check out that video if you haven't and let us know you know tweet us you know uh, hit us up on YouTube let us know what you guys think about that video and the discussion and what your interpretation of the video is as well we'd like to hear that alright we're going to move on to our girl Jade who's in the Hi, house guys. with us today <laughs> with her hot new track all blue that's gonna yes. be the summer joint that's what oh, I feel man, like. I receive it's it. a summer joint <laughs> thank you I'm feeling that so I've you know I was reading on you and you mm -hmm. got 45 million views on YouTube mm -hmm. that's a huge accomplishment and then you know I know that you were a producer and a coach on the four yes I was a vocal producer and a vocal producer yeah so how is that working on that set and just uh, you know dealing with what Diggy or Diddy and uh, Diggy. not Diggy, Diggy yes, not Diggy. Diggy although Diggy Diggy does have a track <laughs> Diggy does have a track uh, but Diddy and uh, Megan Trainer yeah. and then it was uh, Fergie and then uh, Khaled yep yes. so DJ Khaled. I, I worked with the artists, the contestants. I mean, it was really cool to just have an opportunity to just kind of connect. It was more of a mentorship, honestly, because a lot of the contestants who come on the show, they're already looking for ready-made artists who kind of have their own perspective of their brand. But really what I was doing online, you know, I, I do a lot of covers, and my husband and I, um, Devin Johnson, he's my producer, and uh, we would take covers and kind of reproduce them to fit our style. So that's pretty much what I was doing for the contestants. Okay. So we would have a minute and 30 to work with, and they would pick a song, and we would try to, you know, curate the song to best fit their point of view as an artist. And, and yeah, it was really rewarding. I love doing it. Who was the biggest diva on the set? Oh, you sound messy. And I really didn't work with any of the judges or anything like that. Everyone was very receptive because I mean, everyone was looking for this as an opportunity to, to have a platform to share their art. So everyone was in a space of love and... Yeah, there wasn't any drama. Did you have a favorite cover that you were able to do? Specifically one that where you were like, oh, man, how are we going to match this song with that person's vocal style? Right. Ooh, yeah. there was one girl who did uh, like a country, an acoustic version of Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh. That I thought was super, super cool. Mm. I really enjoyed doing that. So that was fun. And 
and does it work that they they have their tracks that they want to do and you just kind of help them I mean, arrange we, it or how does that work? Yeah, I mean they have ideas and then some songs can't get licensed. You know that's always the issue, but we just kind of pick the songs that best fit their voice and their qualities and just kind of. You only get a minute and 30, so you have to figure out the best moments of that song to really showcase them oh, wow. in, in, in that short amount of time, you know? So, yeah, that's pretty much the process. It's really cool. It's a really cool show. And you were talking about kind of them doing covers. I know that mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder was somebody who brought you on stage with him because of yes. a cover that you did of his song. Over Was it Overjoyed? It was Overjoyed. Yes. And how yeah. was it? I mean, the great Stevie Wonder brings you on stage and contacts you. Oh, I mean, that's got to be an unbelievable and film. you're singing his song And you're singing his song. Oh, I mean, the, my nerve game would be right. just... I'm like, oh, Overjoyed. <laughs> You better sing. Come on, you did that, good. That, good. That's not, that not what we call singing. That's what we call hurting the ears. That's what we call that. Man, that was fantastic. Um, I did a cover of, of Overjoy, like you said, and uh, he heard it and invited me to come and do his house full of toys, his Christmas charity Aww. that he does at Staples. And I got to sing Oh Holy Night, and he wow. introduced me, which it was super surreal. Like, I, I'm still, like, kind of in awe wow. of that whole situation because... He's part of the reason why I do music, you know. I saw you and Monet at the YouTube space, and she was talking about working with Stevie Wonder yeah. and like how much of his like mentorship and tutoring, like how much he's giving of himself to new musicians. And I'm wondering, Absolutely. like, can you talk a little bit more about that experience? Did yeah. he give you like any like words of wisdom or anything? I mean, him just you you using his platform to highlight an independent artist like myself, and it's something that I heard that he does at every um, annually because he's. I think I don't remember how many years it's been that he's been doing this particular event, but every year he brings kind of an unknown artist and gives them that platform. And that in itself, I mean, not a lot of artists, especially in this day and age, are that gracious mm-hmm. with their platform. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if nothing else, I took away that I would love to be that for someone else once sure. I get to that point. And I think it's beautiful. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. You know, all, we're all an extension of each other. And, that's you true. know, one day I won't be here. One day, you know, the person before me won't be here. And it's important to, you know, pass pass the torch to people you believe in. Because there's not enough of that. What, what At what age or at what time period in your life did you know that you wanted to make this your career, like singing as your career? Honestly, and I know this sounds so cliche, but I <laughs> promise my, my whole entire life. I'm the youngest of three girls. My father does music. My mother loves so music. you're a born performer. So, you know, you're you know right. the babies of the family, that's yeah. our job is right. to annoy everyone right. and to do all that. So, yeah, I mean, I never considered that it wouldn't happen, really. And I think that childlike mentality of really believing that anything is possible stayed with me. Like, creatives, that's how we are. We don't think of it not working out right that's you know true. what I'm you saying? have to yeah and so yeah that's it I've always wanted to do it and then with your track all blue I mean we got a little yeah. sample of what your style is but how would you describe your music to people or like your is the full album completed or oh yeah and how would you describe <laughs> it to other people they're like hey I want to check out what Jay's well, doing well all Blue specifically, because um, that's the only song that I have released right now. It's the debut single from, you know, a larger body of work. But All Blue is about elevation. You know, like I've been on this nonstop journey of of elevating in everything, like the the way that I treat other people, mm-hmm. the way that I love, the way just I love that you said the way thinking. That I love. No, everything. I think everything needs to be at an elevated space, and that's just kind of where we are. You know, and the song is is like a metaphor for 
being in a higher space and kind of looking at things from an aerial perspective. I think like much like what Donald Glover was trying to say, like, you know, when you're here and you're living in the day to day of this world, we get so distracted. We are self-centered beings because obviously our universe is just our day to day. So we get distracted by these little things that go on in our lives. But if we're able to rise above and look down from the outside looking in, I think it makes us feel bigger because, you know, we're a part of a bigger entity. You know, if we were to go up in space right now and look down at Earth, it'd be like, whoa, like we're a part of something so big. But then at the same time, it makes us feel kind of not small, but it makes the little things that we deal with in a day seem small, too, Mm -hmm. at the same time. And that's really what it is. It's just kind of an introduction into this new space that I'm in and everything that I've been writing lately has kind of um, unintentionally had an element of elevation to it. So that's okay. just where I am right now. And All Blue is just a perfect introduction into to where I am and where I'm trying to be. When can we expect the album? Oh. <laughs> it's it's coming, it girl. It's coming. It's coming. I promise. Stay tuned. There's so much more. But but right now, I'm really just riding this All Blue wave because... Yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good start it's for everything fit to come. Perfectly on my playlist of uh, and you're wearing blue. I already know. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You, want, you don't have to get ready. What do you want people to take away from your music? I mean, pretty much that, like just positivity, positivity. elevation, and just uh, accountability for ourselves. That's that's another message that's in the song. Is that you know if we focus on just ourselves instead of trying to fix, we're we're such a you know, like you were saying earlier, it's human nature to compare and to just judge everyone and have an opinion. But if we really just take the time to focus on our own journey and how I can elevate myself and how I can love better and how I can treat people better, that we would it would be a better place yeah. instead of just trying to figure everyone else out. You know, just, it's all blue. You, you seem know? like you're very centered. I like this. I'm, tr- I'm trying, you know. <laughs> I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. It's a non-stop, Working day pro- it's a non-stop <laughs> journey because I still have that human stuff that yeah. gets in the way, you know. We all do. And then, now... You know, there's a lot of talent that is out there right now. Who is somebody that you look at that you're like, I like to work with them? And I know it's so crazy. Donald Glover. You know why? Because I do comedy. I'm a writer as well. You know, there's so many different things I want to do in the industry. And he's a, a huge motivation to me because there was one point when I wanted to shove every facet of my artistry into one space. Mm. And so it was kind of tainting the integrity of of certain things. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you come from the theater space. So you get that. So, like, I I had everything just put into one thing. And and seeing how he seamlessly transitions from stand-up to comedy to writing to acting to music, and they're all good in their own right, like Barbara Streisand, you know? So for me, like, he's someone that I would love to connect with because I feel like there's no limit to the things that we'd be able to create together because I'm where he is, yeah. you know? I mean, you know, I'm not where he is. But well, just our mind, yeah. you know Your what mind. I mean? The, the, and, the, the and, art, and what we're artist, capable... Exactly. Yeah. We, we gotta get you on season three of Atlanta. Can we do that? We Who gotta you know? make that work. Who you know, girl? You know, <laughs> she know people. Joelle know people. Look, I'm, I'm claiming people. it right here. We're gonna okay. manifest so that. Let's manifest it. I'm here. She's got the stones. She's got, got the stones, the blue. <laughs> Y'all matching. I got some blue on, too. You we do. Got See, we're all blue up in here. Kinetic energy right it's here. It's the kinetic blue lights. Energy. Now, I know you've worked with Beyonce. You've worked with Eminem. you worked mm-hmm. with Lady Gaga. And mm-hmm. I heard that you can do a hell of an interpretation of Kim K and Beyonce. Oh, my God. Can you please give us a <laughs> sample of one or both all right, of them? All right. I can yes, give you some yes. Beyonce. Oh, right. she's my fave, by the way. Love. We were talking about her earlier. She's everything. 
amazing. Did you, mm. did you go to Coachella? Did you see that? No, but I watched both times they streamed it, and it was amazing. I stayed up all late. I watched hella extra Post Malone, and I was like, you. let's get to my queen, and she did not disappoint. She did not. I was. I, it was my first co- Beachella, and yes. I actually got, let me tell you, I was there till the very end, and uh, it just blew my mind. Oh, I felt yeah. like my 16-year-old self again. But Beyonce, all right, give me a question. I got you. I can do this. Oh, so, so, so that's why I know so, the yeah, celebrity. Just, it, are you going to sing her? No, I'm gonna, we're going to speak. We're going to okay. do the Beyonce thing. Um, so, Beyonce, um, mm. there is a rumor that you're going to be working with your husband on the new album. Is this true? You know, I really don't like to talk about <laughs> wow. things before I put my art out. You know, I'm just really focused right now on, on my babies. <laughs> All three of my babies, y'all be forgetting I have twins. <laughs> wow. I am stunned. That was so good. You're wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Look, okay. All right. You gotta can't call people with that voice. Come on. I, I, I kind of have one before. Shut up. And, and I felt so bad about it because they were crying. Like, and it was a friend of mine who made me do it. They're like, because they're a musician, and it was very likely that they would have been in the room with the Beyonce. And they're like, call my cousin and say it's her. And I did it, and I felt bad because she was crying on the phone. I'm like, okay, bro, you gotta let her know. It's yeah, not. Right. And, and we did, but I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I don't want to play yeah. with anyone's emotions. Totally because fair. if someone told me that they were. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I would be too. It'd be it's a weapon. Uh, this is a weapon, a weapon here. I'd also be laughing my ass off. That's so have funny. You, have you done that for Beyonce? I like, have, have you not done okay. it like in the flesh? But I, I, um, I heard that she's seen it before, okay. and that Sleigh Bells is apparently her favorite, according to the source. I have mm. never heard this from her, but. It's I would love for you to do a YouTube well. video with her where you're like in, like interviewing her and, and do like her voices. I would love to. That would be a great one I mean, woman show. I would get a kick out of it if someone could uh, yeah. could, could imitate. Yeah, I feel me. like she would be down with it. Yeah. I feel like she'd get a kick out of it, especially no. since you work with her too. Yeah, well, once I, I sang background for her at, at the title um, concert benefit at Barclays a couple of years ago, yeah. so we didn't really get to. Oh, you, you know, know, just something talk, small. But, you know, I just sang yeah. background. For Look, Beyonce. you touched the hand of Beyonce. No, just a small thing. You know. No, I mean, you know, I want to work with her. Work with her. You know, as a Creative yeah. equal collaboration, exactly. writing, yeah. And all that stuff. yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear the rest of your album. Um, Thank you. I, I think you're, you know, especially right now. I think there are certain artists that just stand out to me, and I, I feel like you're one of them. Thank I really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling what you're doing, and I know that you're gonna be around for a while. So. Where can fans find you and your music on social media? I am not creative in that sense, that everything is just <laughs> at Jade Nova. Hey, J-A-D-E-N-O-V-A-H. Had to put the H in there in case, you know, the other Jade Nova came out and tried to say that I stole their name. Okay. I was trying to do the Dr. Dre thing, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work It out, didn't work, so we'll cut that out. Okay. But, yeah, no, Jade Nova. Jade Nova, Yes, okay. everywhere. Joel, before we get to the, we have a little clip we're going to show, too. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me everywhere at Joel Monique. If you guys are in Ontario, California on the weekend of the 19th and the 20th. I have two Star Wars panels I'm doing, which I'm so excited. I'm going to be talking to General Thrawn. We're going to get all into his character. It's going to be amazing. I'm also doing uh, the crew of Darkwing Duck, which I'm really excited to talk to them about, my favorite cartoon growing up. And uh, Jason Aaron and his like Eisner-winning comic, Scalped. We're going to sit down and talk about it, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Also, if you guys are fans of Black Panther, which you're here, Avi, you are, uh, go check out Nerdist. They have a documentary coming out 
in the coming weeks. I was in there, and we talked all things Black Panther. It was a lot of fun. She knows her stuff, too. Trust me. She's all about it. Uh, And you gave your social media handles, right? Joelle Monique. So easy. Uh, You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, and on The Reels channel on uh, Broken Famous, their TV show there. Um, So I will also, before we go out, I want to play this video, or this trailer. I went and saw a movie last night, Gabrielle Union's new movie, Breaking In. Yeah. I think it comes out tonight. Uh, Will Packer Productions is the one who put it out there. And this one, I mean, this movie kept me on the edge of my seats, but we're going to play a little clip right here. Feels like I never left. Mom. I want you to listen. Or you and your kids will not survive this night. What do you want? Something in the house. There is nothing you can do. You don't know what I'm capable of. She took out the lights. She's smart. I will do anything to protect my kids. You get the hell out of my house. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love Gabrielle. It comes out tomorrow in theater. So one thing I'll say about this, it's kind of like No Good Deeds Mm -hmm. meets Panic Room. I mean, you know how you had those suspenseful moments where you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, being black folks, we yelling at the screen. It's one of those yell to screen kind of movies. Those are my favorite movies. And they give me anxiety, those kind of movies. <laughs> no, they're good. And Gabrielle Union carries the movie. She did an excellent job. Yeah. It's very well acted and I was I was really thoroughly pleased with the movie. So excellent. check it out. Support the black movie this weekend. Sure. Give them that box office, box office numbers as well. All right. Well, that concludes our show. And, um, you know, thank you again, Jade and Joelle. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Looking forward to seeing you more often come back when you uh, release the album. We'll have a a little live track session in here or something. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, we're going to get out of here, everybody. So uh, enjoy your weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there this weekend. (laughs) And we will see you soon. Executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.